Good evening, everyone. This is Kizzy, the founder and creator of Conversations with Kizzy. And it's been about six days since the last time that I was on. And it was coming from Psalm 91. And I do believe I pray at the end. But tonight, it's going to be a little different. Because God has really been dealing with me about the spirit of obedience. And he's been dealing with me in my own life and in my own spirit how my obedience needs to go to another level and I can honestly say that I agree not that I'm out here just being sinful and doing things that you know I shouldn't be doing but there is a level of responsibility and accountability when God has a calling on your life that we must adhere to. And I truly believe that once we grow up spiritually, that we mature spiritually, certain things we just won't do, certain things we won't say, certain places we won't go because we don't want to taint our anointing or we don't want our good evil spoken of. I find it so ironic that when I think about a lot of female ministers or female ministers in training and and they're struggling with certain issues, we tend to find ourselves in relationships that mean us no good. We tend to find ourselves tolerating friendships that should have been cut a long time ago. We find ourselves... Just being nice to save face. When at the end of the day, when God has a calling on your life, the anointing costs. When God has a calling on your life, you have to pay the price. Well, you don't have to. Some people run from it. But when you say, yes, God, yes to your will, yes to your way and yes to your word, that's saying, God, I surrender all. That's saying, God, I trust the process. I trust you, God, even when it hurts. I trust you, God, even when I'm crying. I trust you, God, even when I want to be with this man. But I know he means me no good. That's my flesh. I trust you, God, even when you tell me don't go here. I trust you, God, when you tell me this girlfriend is messy. I trust you, God, when you when you tell me to get up in the middle of the night and pray. And I'm tired. I trust you, God, when you tell me to shut down. I trust you, God, when the storms come, when the trials and the tribulations are hidden. When you tell God yes, you're saying yes to everything that comes good, bad, up, down, in, or out. Because the Bible reminds us to pray without ceasing. So that means we're forever prayerful. We're forever fasting. We're forever, you know, meditating on the on the word of God. And your lifestyle will be totally different from what it used to be. <clears throat> Even when people talk about you, you're saying, yes, God, I trust you. I won't retaliate. I won't say anything back. Even when people do you wrong, you're saying, yes, God, I trust you. With tears rolling down your face because you hurting on the inside. 
You're saying, yes, God, I'm going to still get up and pray for these people. Yes, God, I'm going to still get up and preach this word. Yes, God, I'm going to still minister. Yes, God, I'm going to still show up. Because one thing about God, he's not going to have you show up and he don't show out. Mm. Let me say that one more time for the people in the back. One thing about the God I serve, he's not going to have you show out, show up and he don't show out. Because at the end of the day, it's about him getting the glory. It's about God getting the glory. So, yes, there are going to be times when we suffer for Christ's sake, for righteousness sake. That's the Bible. There are going to be times when we have to turn our plate down and fast and pray until we see a breakthrough. And it might not even be for you. It'll be for somebody else. And then it might be for somebody who don't even like you and you know they don't like you. And they don't speak to you on purpose because they want you to know that they don't like you. But because of God and the calling that he has on your life and because you want to please him and be obedient to what he's called you to do. You remove your flesh out the way you pull down negative thoughts. And you go into prayer for that person. Because your prayer has power, your prayer can knock heaven wide open and pull down answers and blessings and miracles and signs and wonders as to where theirs hit the ceiling and don't go nowhere. <clears throat> so God has called you to stand in the gap for them and to tarry. God has called you to fall on your face and turn down your plate. But it's all about being obedient. And you can't be obedient if you're not spiritually mature. You can't be obedient if you don't have a made up mind. You can't be obedient if you keep returning to the things that God has delivered you from. Because guess what? Every time you go back to that man and sleep with him, you opening up more doors in the spirit realm for the enemy to come in and defeat you. Every time you go back and smoke that cigarette or you pick up that blunt or you pick up that alcohol and no, I'm not judging nobody. But I'm telling you how. It's so easy to get caught up in sin and backslide and be distracted and thrown off course by the enemy because you're not feeding your spirit man the word of God. Because anytime you feed your spirit man the word of God, it diminishes your flesh every time you do. Every time you fast, it's killing the flesh. Fasting is abstaining from food. Sacrificing is coming off Facebook, social media, not talking on the phone, not gossiping, not hanging out all the time. Like you just sacrifice. You're doing a little bit more. But fasting is abstaining from food. When you when you fasting, you're killing your flesh. That's why you have headaches when you when you fast, because you're not eating. That's why you go through. That's why you struggle spiritually, because you fasting, you're killing that flesh. And we all need to kill our flesh. Every day, every day I pray, well, almost every day I pray for God to <clears throat> kill the flesh, like, so I won't struggle in my flesh, but I can live a spirit-led life, a, you know, a God, a godly life, because that's what he desires of us. It takes obedience, though. It takes a made-up mind. We got to make up our mind and say, God, I trust you. And I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to obey your word. 
even when I don't understand, even when I want to do wrong, even when I don't want to be kept, I'm able to say, girl, get yourself together. This is not worth it. You paid too much for this anointing. It cost you a whole lot of stuff and half of it didn't feel good, but it was good for you. So why are you willing to sacrifice the thing that is good for you for something that's not good for you? I talk to myself because I know me. Nobody knows you better than you and God. I know me. I know it's certain people I can't be around. I know it's certain things that I can't do, certain places I can't go. And I've matured in those areas. But God said my obedience need to go to another level. I need to start back praying like I used to because I'm a prayer warrior. So how can I be effective if I'm not prayed up so I can hear the word of God? So I can get, get in my word and study. Obedience. Obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience takes you to another level in God. Obedience opens doors. Obedience gives you favor from God. And that favor from God will give you favor with man. Obedience will make your faith go to another level. Because once you start being obedient and you begin to see God move, I mean, God will begin to just move. Your very thoughts will begin to manifest. You ain't got to pray for it and ask for it because you're obedient. It'll elevate your faith. And your faith is what makes you whole. Faith is what moves God too. Faith is, you know, what gets God's attention. So obedience is necessary, especially for us who have a calling on our life. If you say you know who you are in God and you know God has called you, anointed you to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to lead his people, and it don't always have to be in the pulpit, but more than likely you will get there. Once you know better, You got to do better. You can't make excuses. Yes, we're not perfect. God doesn't expect us to be. But he does expect us to be obedient. If you slip up and accidentally mess up, that's different than just messing up every day. Because you deliberately doing what you want to do. And then get hurt. Feelings hurt. And now you're crying. Jesus, Lord, why? I'm sorry. I repent. And then he saved you again. He forgives you. Not save you again, but he bring you out of that situation. He forgives you. Gets you back on a good track. You headed on the right road. Doing what he's called you to do. You on fire for the Lord. <coughs> and then boom. You mess up again. (laughs) Now, if you mess up, but you get right back up, you repent and don't do it no more. Kudos to you. 
But if you mess up and you stay in that mess and you soak it in it and you talking about, Lord, I'm sorry, but you're still in it. You're not trying to come out of it because you like it and it feel good, whatever it may be. I don't know what it might be. Everybody's seeing different, but seeing the sin in God's eyes. However, if you stay in that mess, you want to be in it. How do I know? Been that, done that. So we got to get to a place in our life where we don't make excuses for our behavior no more that does not please God. We got to get to a place in our life where we truly, truly believe that with God, we have nothing to lose but everything to gain. We got to get to a place in God where we wake up on purpose, ready to operate in our purpose and follow out and follow through with what God has called us to do for that day. Because it all ties into ministry, especially if you have a calling on your life. You held at a, a higher standard of accountability when you are called into the fivefold ministry, period, hands down. God deals with us differently. He expects maturity out of us, responsibility, accountability, because we are the salt of the earth. We are the light in the world of darkness. And again, no, we're not perfect, but we need to strive to be better. We really do. In all honesty, we got to stop making excuses. We got to stop saying, God knows my heart. God knows I'm dealing with this. Yes, he does. But he also knows that his power is able to keep us from continuing this cycle of toxicity and nonsense and disobedience. I had the same talk with myself. God dealt with me. God has been dealing with me and he's going to continue to deal with me about my obedience because he requires more from me. He requires more from his servants. He wants everyone to be obedient. It's in the word of God. But when God has called you to the fivefold ministry, He's holding you at a different level of accountability. He's looking for you to be obedient. He's looking for you at a certain time to pray. He's looking for you to study his word. Because how can you be effective in the kingdom of God if you're not equipped? If you don't have on the whole armor of God. If your mind isn't renewed. If you're not, you know, operating in obedience. If you're not at home praying, turning off the TV, turning off the radio, putting the phone down, getting off social media and giving that time to God. It requires a level of discipline. You got to be disciplined because if you're not, you're going to waver back and forth. You're going to teeter totter. You're going to be like a seesaw up and down, up and down, up and down. You're going to be lukewarm. And then he's going to spew you out. You don't want God to turn you over to a reprobate mind. 
because you feel like you just got to have this or you just got to do that or you just got to be with them. You can do this. You got this. Discipline. The same way you get up and go to work every day and you clock in and you do what you're told to do by a human being to get a paycheck. You got to be even more disciplined to get up when God say get up and pray in the middle of the night. To minister to somebody. To follow the word of God. To follow the commandments. To teach your family and your children. To be an example to them. Because your first ministry is at home. Your first ministry is your marriage. To pray for your family even when they piss you off. To be Christ-like even when loved ones talk about you or do you wrong. Because all of that is a part of your testimony. All of that is to show them what real real love is. All of that is to show them what really, what Christ really looked like. How he really operated in the earth realm through his vessels. Discipline and obedience go hand in hand. Because if you can get up and go to work for a paycheck every two weeks and you get up every day, then you can get up every day a little early and pray. Discipline. You can get up every day a little early and read a scripture or four or five. You can take your lunch break and spend that time with God. You can go home and get your household in order and dinner cook and then spend time with the kids and then tell them I'm about to go in my room and shut it down for about an hour or two because I need to spend some time with God. Because the benefits that we get from God is greater than what that job going to give us. And I'm not knocking going to work. We all got to go to work and pay the bills because if a man don't work, he don't eat. But if you can, my point is, if you can get up and do that for a human being and they didn't create you and they don't cover you and keep you and protect you and your family, then you surely should get up and do it for the man upstairs. The one who created you, the one who keeps you, the one who covers you, the one who protects you. So on tonight, I encourage you to go before God and ask him to give you whatever it is you need to be able to be obedient unto him and to be disciplined in your lifestyle and your walk with him. Because that's what it's going to take. This isn't an easy life, but it's worth it. And like I said before, if God has given you a purpose and he's anointed you and called you and chosen you and, and called you to the fivefold ministry. There is a responsibility that comes with that. There is a level of obedience that comes with that. There is a level of discipline and maturity that comes with that. And we have to honor that. We have to, we should want to. And trust me, I've been there, done that. It ain't easy. But again, God is calling us to another level of obedience. He's calling us to another level of obedience, y'all. And with everything that's going on in the world, it's time that we fully surrender and trust God even when we can't trace him. Obedience is better than sacrifice. 
And if we be good to God, God will surely be good to us. So on tonight, I want y'all to just get before God and pray. Spend time with God and make it a habit. Don't forget. Don't say you fell asleep. Don't say you was too tired because guess what? God never sleeps nor slumbers without making sure that his his children are not ta- that his children are taken care of. God never forgets about us ever. So make sure that you spend time with your father more often than not. And take your obedience and your discipline to another level. And watch what God does in your life. I love all of you. Thank you guys for tuning in. And again, trust God in the process. Trust God even when you can't trace him. And remember, obedience is better than sacrifice. And delayed obedience is still disobedience. In Jesus' name, until next time, God bless.